Welcome back to Making the Metaverse with me, Michael Carter. Making the Metaverse is presented by OnTheBlockchain.ca, Canada's fastest growing blockchain community. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Making the Metaverse with me, Michael Carter. I'm happy to be here tonight. I continue to feel a lot better after recovering from what may or may not have been the dreaded COVID. It really took the life out of me for a little while, whatever it was. I'm very, very grateful to be feeling better. I actually was able to do some construction work this weekend, including some roofing. So clearly I'm on the mend. Um, one of the things that I really enjoy about my life is that I have done so many different kinds of uh, work, um, so many different kinds of jobs, and met so many different kinds of people. And one of the really cool things is um, meeting people and finding out who they are and what their stories are, and, and on occasion, um, finding some kind of common ground or some kind of connection, uh, some kind of shared interest. And it's really, it's really cool, actually. Um, you know, there's a saying that I'm sure everybody who is in the English speaking world has heard, which is that you can't judge a book by its cover. And most of the time I've interpreted that interpreted that to be about character, that you really don't know what kind of person a person is um, just by looking at them. It also means that you don't necessarily know the background of an individual just based on their appearance or the context in which you meet with them. So one of the things that I find really interesting and and cool is if, for example, I'm doing something like, say, roofing, and I'm covered in construction material, and my clothes are ragged and ripped, and um, people may decide to make some kind of uh, assessment about who I am, and, and maybe just sort of see me as that, and, and not necessarily have the... Uh, the interest or the care to um, find out what else um, I may have to to offer, uh, what other skills I may have, what other experiences I may have. And so <clears throat> today was one of those kind of cool days where I um, met somebody who uh, it was the, actually the owner of the, the house that I was putting a roof on and uh, they uh, started a conversation with me, and so uh, they said they asked they said something about the weather, and I said, "Well, you know, um, this is something I do kind of on the side. This isn't my really my main thing right now. Um, I uh, I actually I work at the university, and and I have this uh, this full time job that I do, and and so this is kind of just really like a like a sideline. So we so we got to talking a little bit, and. I asked them what they do, and, and it turned out that they were a content creator, 
and I was kind of taken aback because I, I don't um, often meet people who uh, have made it to the to a place where uh, they can just create content and and that's what they do. I think it's really really incredible and and really fantastic. And I hope one day to be one of those people. <laughs> um, anyhow, uh, so. I I said I heard a little bit about the kind of content they create and and uh, uh, they took me inside their home and showed me their setup which was really impressive and so I uh, said to you to them do do you have any comments on the metaverse and so they shared a few um, of their thoughts with me and and they don't consider themselves to be a metaverse expert or or someone that's really deep in the space, but they had a few few things, um, a few comments to make, and and I felt that it was enough that that uh, we could have a conversation on a podcast and and have something really interesting to say, and um, so uh, I uh, went about my work and and uh, but before I did, we we chatted a little bit more and and uh, they they made a comment about. Um, personal security and, and personal safety uh, on the internet, and I thought that was actually kind of interesting. As a as a content creator, a lot of the content creators that I'm familiar with are are uh, their identities are 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 not hidden. Um, but uh, this particular individual um, shared with me that they actually uh, don't don't put themselves fully out there. And so they, they actually have a business card and on, on their business card is actually just their, their first name. So I, uh, I was thinking about it, uh, about our conversation and, and how uh, a conversation might go, a discussion could go with the two of us to create some content for, for this podcast. And so I, I kind of have been bouncing around some ideas in my head and I think that um, identity is actually a pretty cool topic uh, to uh, to look at the metaverse, to, a lens to look at the metaverse with, and um, I think that it's it's particularly interesting uh, in the context of some of the things that I've been commenting on recently. One of them being um, the safety of individuals. So we've talked in the past about um, individuals that have been harassed in the metaverse and um, things that are being put in place in different metaverse platforms in order to give people some kind of a protective uh, layer or, or bubble around their avatar. Uh, talked recently briefly about the, actually I think it was in the, the last podcast was a mention about the um, partnership between Epic Games, the, the maker of Fortnite and Lego and their um, interest in creating a metaverse space that is uh, safe uh, for children to to participate in. Um, and I've been talking about <clears throat> the, uh, the 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 potential of Facebook uh, onboarding just really large numbers of of people into the metaverse um, simply by onboarding their existing um, users. And so then I started thinking about um, 
my own experiences with social media platforms and and even different kinds of social media platforms and issues around um, identity and anonymity and pseudonymity, um, thinking through my background in surveillance research and my own sort of um, uh, decisions around what platforms to be a part of and and which not to be a part of and in which ways, I, I still don't have a, I still have not yet returned to Facebook myself, but clearly this, um, this podcast is, is not, uh, hiding who I am in any way, shape or form. So I'm very much out there in, in, uh, on the internets. Um, but, uh, I, I think there's an interesting conversation there around also in terms of my thoughts around their, around there being, um, multiple metaverse platforms, uh, and the use of NFTs for uh, metaverse gating, and um, you know certainly the Board Ape Yacht Club, I'm sure, is is working that angle with their metaverse platform. Um, but I was thinking about how, and and particularly as you start to tie payment systems into all of this, but I was thinking about how, you know, Facebook. I think on, on one end of the extreme, even more so than Facebook would probably be something like, like LinkedIn, which I've been spending a lot of time on and okay. There are some fake profiles on, on there. And I've, I've read about, um, I've read, I've read some, some, some people have, um, posted about being harassed, um, by, uh, sort of fake users. But by and large, I think that mostly what I've encountered is um, is authentic profiles that that these profiles are tied to real life identities intentionally, because you're you're trying to leverage your your real life identity into um, some kind of employment opportunity or some kind of uh, business opportunity, some kind of networking opportunity, and so there's a very strong um, uh, connection between your, uh, identity in, in real life and your online identity. Now in, in Facebook, as I mentioned, I, I have not been there for a very long time. I, I, I think I'm not sure. It may be as, as long as 2013. I can't be sure. I had deleted it and then, um, reinstated it briefly, but just found it really agitating at the time. And so, um, I, I have not been on that platform in a very long time, but I think, um, from what I recall, Facebook would lean not all the way as much as, as LinkedIn does, but, um, certainly, uh, you know, particularly because of it, of its roots, um, that, that there is a high number of, uh, that there's a high, um, uh, connection between a strong connection between people's Facebook accounts and their real life identities. And again, I know that there are people that have leave that lead double lives and people that have fake accounts. Uh, I, I realize that's there, but on a spectrum of what, um, people are doing in terms of, you know, how closely related their online, uh, virtual identity is connected to their 
offline real life identity. It seems to me that Facebook would, would be not quite as far on the spectrum as LinkedIn, but certainly on that, on that end of, of the, uh, of the line. And then of course, you know, there are platforms like, uh, Instagram, which seems like people are, there's a lot of, I think, pseudonymity there. Um, I'm big into the fitness space. And so I see a lot of, um, people that have their, their sort of fitness accounts. So it's not their real name, but it's their real picture of them, of themselves. And they're not necessarily, you know, trying to, uh, hide who they are, but they're not necessarily, you know, tying it to their, um, their, uh, offline personality, un unless they're an influencer, uh, of some kind, in which case there's, and they're selling, um, services in, in which case then they are more likely in, in my experience to tie their identity to, to their real life, uh, identity. Um, and certainly in, uh, the NFT space actually is kind of, is actually very interesting because, um, so many of the people that I've connected to in the NFT space on Instagram, uh, I actually have never seen a picture of them. I don't know what they look like. I don't know. Um, I, I may know where they live in the world, but that's not because I've seen a picture of their surroundings. Um, it, it may be something that's written in their bio. Uh, so I've met actually quite a number of people that uh, are leaning more towards the sort of anonymous side of things. And, and then, of course, you have, you know, things like uh, like Snapchat, which I think, again, you know, not people are not necessarily, I mean, I think people do obviously, you know, send pictures of themselves uh, on the platform, but they're not necessarily, it may not necessarily be the first platform that you would go to if you um, wanted to sort of tie it to your real life identity. Unless again, of course, you're, you're an influencer or you're selling kind, some kind of service uh, over the platform. Um, and Twitter, there's also Twitter, of course, which uh, has, I, I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter, I'll be honest. Um, I think that there's quite a big range there as well, where there's, there's people that, you know, I guess you kind of like your blue checks and, uh, people that are using it in a professional capacity, but then there's quite a large number of, of people that, uh, are, are not necessarily, um, using the account and presenting their, their sort of real life identities per se. It's more of like an online sort of, um, identity. And so we already can see the reason why I've gone through, through all of these different platforms is to sort of paint a picture, to sort of set up a kind of spectrum in, in terms of, um, there's, there's a very wide, there's a very wide range of, um, uh, connection of, of connectivity between people's, uh, virtual, uh, identities and their, uh, real life identities and in different platforms that there, there is, uh, that people will have a stronger or typically stronger or weaker, um, connections between their, their, uh, real life identities and their, and their virtual identities. And so 
Where this becomes interesting is in terms of a big player like Facebook, where again, most of the users, a lot, a hot, much higher percentage of the users, I think, I could be wrong about this. And if someone has, has data to, to correct me, please send it to me. Um, but uh, it, it seems like there's quite a large number of, of accounts that, that a lot of the users are, are entering the, the metaverse uh, in, in a way that's connected to their, um, their real life identity. <clears throat> and and perhaps there will be, um, it'll be interesting to see. I, I have not seen any writing about what that will look like in, in the metaverse for Meta particularly. Uh, perhaps they will offer the ability to, to mask your identity, to, uh, to enter into Meta, into their metaverse platform with, with, uh, without necessarily revealing or tying your um, meta avatar or identity so clearly to your um, Facebook account, which is likely connected to your in real life um, persona, uh, persona or identity. And so then it'll be interesting, of course, to see how other platforms uh, have an access that is have access that is not necessarily based on a profile that you have, but perhaps is um, based on your ownership of an of an NFT. So um, that NFT could be connected to a wallet that, of course, um, is on the blockchain, but um, it's uh, it may not necessarily give uh, off a lot of information about about who you are um, and so perhaps that will tie into the way that different metaverse platforms sort of evolve and take shape you know what are what sort of um, uh, experience are you looking for are you looking to enter into spaces into these virtual spaces it, it, with the intention of forming connections that uh, are tied to your uh, real life identity or not. Uh, so for example, um, so I, I saw this post today, uh, just re just a few minutes ago, actually, on LinkedIn, and someone um, has set up this uh, thing that they call Social Saturday. And um, they invite everyone who's open to connecting on LinkedIn and expanding their network to uh, comment on a particular post um, and uh, indicate your openness to uh, expanding your network, which I think is pretty cool. So we could sort of imagine that um, that that post, if we could look at it as a kind of imagine it as a as a chat room or or as a as a metaverse platform. Okay, and and so the the utility or the value that you're that people are looking to get out of entering into that metaverse space, that particular space is that people can know who you are as a professional, um, that they can know your identity and that they can, um, that you can build your network uh, for your professional purposes. So you would want to be clearly known. Um, and then to think about perhaps a different kind of um, experience where perhaps you're not necessarily trying to 
build a, a network of any kind, or you're not trying to um, to uh, join uh, your particular uh, virtual avatar with anybody else in a sort of professional capacity. Perhaps it's just a sort of um, topic or interest based. So perhaps it could be something maybe more similar along the lines of um, maybe what you would find in, in Reddit, where you uh, are interested in participating in conversations and, and even to perhaps join and to sort of build a, a network of sorts um, in that particular community uh, where people talk about topics that you have an interest in so you can be known as a member of the community, but not necessarily be known um, in real life, not necessarily be connected to your um, to your uh, to your real life um, identity, uh, and so uh, in terms of um, security and personal privacy and protection, um, that will be interesting to see if if that is something that certain platforms begin to sort of offer um, assurances. Uh, to people that you can um, come to a particular platform and have your uh, identity preserved and protected and and uh, what it would require what practices it would be would would be required of of users in order to help um, ensure that anonymity um, uh, and so that, those are some of the thoughts uh, that I have around um making the metaverse uh, it, according to what people's interests and expectations are in terms of uh, their personal identity and how much they want to reveal about their personal identity, how much they want to remain anonymous and protect their um, true identity, their, their offline identity. Um, thanks so much for stopping by and listening. Um, uh, it's been a fantastic uh, couple of months already. I saw a post, just quickly, I saw a post on LinkedIn by someone whose name escapes me. But uh, they their post was that, oh, I think they work at Coinbase, actually. It was on LinkedIn. Um, and their post was that a month ago, their view, their posts were getting 3,000 views. And... Recently, uh, a month later, their um, posts are hitting 100,000 views, uh, which is just incredible, incredible growth and really exciting for um, anybody out there who is starting a new project that this space is, is growing at, an, at such a rapid pace. There's so much opportunity. Um, you can just literally just jump in and start participating even if you're not an expert and not not to say that this individual is not an expert i haven't visited their profile so i i can't comment on 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 that obviously they work at, at coinbase so they they obviously have some knowledge but um the, the point that i'm trying to make is that um I'm seeing, and also I've been seeing some really great tips from uh, Michelle Romano, one of the dragons um, that uh, is uh, from Canada, 
from Dragon's Den here in Canada, and uh, she's been putting out a lot of great uh, quotes about about just getting started on your new venture. Um, so if you're out there and you're looking at the space and you've got an idea and you want to jump in, I encourage you to do that because you really have no idea where it will take you and where you might end up a month or three months or six months down the road. Okay, that's it for me for tonight. Have a wonderful evening. I look forward to seeing you all back real soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.